hit the record button. Recording. There she goes. Just there she is. I was just about to be like, where is she? Because you were talking about Christian Bale face. Oh my gosh. Where are the drugs? <laughs> where is she? And then there she was, our little recording lady recording in progress. I kind of wish that Christian Bale would have played his Bruce Wayne more like his Patrick Bateman. <laughs> uh, from American Psycho? Yeah, just like make him full out an insane person. Yeah. Even when he's not in the cowl. I would contend that he's an insane person when he's in the cowl too. Because someone who isn't yeah. at least a little touched wouldn't be putting on a rubber bat suit and slapping people around at night. <laughs> yeah. It might not be um, the most healthy way to... No. I would say probably not. Probably not like a great way to... I need to switch to a cooler hat. Um, I was just going to say, Patches took off one hat to put on a different hat. <laughs> so many hats. <laughs> Hat of the many hats. There are at least three hats on screen right now. At least, Listeners. That's part of my rider, my tour rider, um, despite being in my own house. But right now we're not in my own house. We're in somebody else's house. And part of my rider, which is just a note that I leave on their front door, is leave so many hats on your couch <laughs> so that I could just switch them at will if my head gets a little too warm. Yeah. Go back to the five panel, gets a little cool, pop on the beanie. You gotta yeah. be ready. You do have to be ready. Yeah. Like Batman. <laughs> Batman. We're a Batman podcast now. Ooh. Uh, volume three of New 52. I have not read oh, much there you go. New 52 prior to this, but I, I ripped through it. I have not either. Okay, so here's the thing about New 52. When I started to get back into reading comics, because I had read a little bit and then I was like, it, it became a like comic oh, for boys. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and then unlearned that throughout high school. So when I started going to like, you know, um, comic book day and like I found a good shop that was local that I really liked. I, it was around the time of New 52 and I also was getting a lot of comics and reading like the graphic novels through the library where I worked. So I was reading a lot of New 52 and then I switched jobs and no longer had both that local comic shop oh. nor the library that I used to go to all the time. So I kind of stopped. So I missed when everything with the New 52 went kind of like pear-shaped and everyone decided that they hated it. <laughs> which I, I I've seen a lot of things about it and I understand but like there were so many storylines that I was really enjoying and now I'm just like oh does that mean I can never finish them and I'm like no you can you 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 a thousand percent can um but yeah like I think I think my Wonder Woman omnibus is I think that might have been I think you were 52. saying that was a new 52 era look at her that is quite the omnibus look at how big yeah <laughs> all the uh miyazaki dark souls elden ring bloodborne uh you know discourse has reactivated the berserk manga discourse so i found oh, really ordering two berserk omnibi mm. two big beautiful leather bound boys 
That is a difficult comic <laughs> to read, a difficult manga, uh, like anime to watch too. A lot of traumatic fucked up shit happens in it, but also the people who are dealt those horrible hands in life also emerge from it stronger and mm-hmm. learn from their trauma and learn to maybe even confront the people who put it to put it I to them. like it's really beautiful but it's also really ugly at the same time yeah and it's massive inspiration get- <laughs> for tons of shit yeah i mean to get to that point you have to go through awful things but sometimes it's not good for everybody to relive certain things no yeah yeah it's it's like that that comic is pretty much just content warnings out the bazoo Mm -hmm. like you know so but it also did spin out the whole guy with gigantic sword go burr kind of (laughs) thing just like oh here's guts and guts has a sword that's like 80 feet tall and you could just like bash the fuck out of everything with it which they hid one of those in elden ring of course in the in the shittiest part of the game if you want to get it you have to go to like the worst part but then you get it and it's like fuck this thing rocks you just swing it around in circles and just fucking oh my god i love that but there's like nice uh, eats up so much stamina this is an Elden Ring podcast as well as a Batman podcast. We we um, do a lot of different things on our podcast. Um, I have on my uh, Gotham Knights sweatshirt. We finally got a release date for it, y'all. It is October 25th, which means oh it God, is being released. Yeah, and it's legitimately the day before my birthday. It's like they were like, happy birthday, Brie. That feels Here's like a Gotham. great birthday gift. Yeah. What are you playing it on? What's going to be your platform know, probably, choice? PC? Probably going to be my yeah, probably my PC. I don't have a, a PS anything. You so you didn't sit and frantically look through email during the uh, spring of 2021 and just keep looking. Does that say GameStop? Does that say GameStop? It says GameStop. I need this beautiful giant white fucking platform thingy. That has three games. At the time, it seriously had like three good games released yeah. to it. Still pretty much only releases if they're going to release for PS4 as well. There's like not many PS5 exclusives. Yeah. And the ones they put oh, yeah. out are from like Ubisoft. So they're like, yeah, you can have a great time in Assassin's Creed, but also like we're going to hold your hand through everything you do. And we're also going to offer you tons and tons of shit you can buy to beat the game. And we're going to advertise that in the game while you're playing. Like, here's while a you're playing. Like, hey, do you yeah. want to buy a shield? Looks like you're getting bopped. Would you like to buy a shield? You, you could like buy a shield. Upgrade? You, you could buy a shield. You could. You could buy a shield. Yeah. Right now we're doing flash pricing. So, uh, <laughs> um, $50 for this collection of pixels. Yeah, I mean, and I also, that's the thing. I also got re-into gaming more recently, which probably sounds very silly because I've been doing TTRPGs for a while now. But, like, gaming on my computer and stuff like that, that's just been the last 
really the last couple of years. Um, so everything right now I'm doing on PC and I haven't really branched out to anything else yet. Um, I did have an Assassin's Creed Black Flag and I accidentally left it at our friend Maggie's house <laughs> when oh, I moved. Fucking... That was such a um, um, which is only like six hours away via car. But then the pandemic hit and I was like, eh, eventually I'll get a PS something and then I'll go up and get it. And I just, neither thing has happened. <laughs> um, but that's okay. Cause you know, I'm getting comfortable with other games and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it's going to be be interesting i think i'm gonna try it with like mouse and keyboard because that's what i've been playing things on and then we'll see how it goes if it's like really hard and it's really not working then maybe i'll get one of the controllers and you know we'll 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 see we'll see what happens right now i'm just excited i just really enjoy like the bat fam and so i'm stoked for this game that's focusing on like um you know dick grayson and barbara gordon um uh jason todd and tim drake oh, so, so damien's not the you know, no robin because they didn't really touch on talia al ghul oh wait they do but i don't think like mm-hmm. in-game universe for the arkham series that they had consummated <laughs> enough times to where i don't think they really consummated it i think she stole a bunch of his dna oh no i thought they made whoopee at least in one universe of it i think they actually had a great time but in another iteration of it you might i think she did like dna and make a clone by the way i don't know because i know that i know that that's what they did with khan with Superman is that Lex Luthor legitimately stole his DNA and made a clone. That's how he exists. Is that post New 52 or is that during New 52? Because I feel like that's the last what like decade or so of DC continuity yeah. is New 52 and then afterwards. And then like rebirth. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, and that's that's the cool thing about comics is that they're constantly evolving and changing. Which is kind of nice too, because then you you have a lot of choice and you have mm-hmm. a lot of freedom for interpretation of the character, especially yeah. when you can literally just kill them off and then bring them back. Yeah. That's like now Barbara Gordon can just magically walk. Like they put like a chip in her brain. So now yeah, she can I walk. Thought they put like something in her spine or something like that. And then she yeah. like kind of pop back up. Yeah. Which like, I'm glad for her. And that was a, that was a, uh, Batgirl of Burnside thing was that the uh, Batgirl of Burnside happens like post that um, but there was a part of me that was like wow but that representation's gone now because like not everybody can have that and that kind of sucks and like I really enjoyed her her as Oracle where she's still helping and you know which um, Oracle in the Arkham games probably she is 
She's yeah. in it. Like she's a she's one of the voices mm-hmm. in his earpieces when you're playing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the fuck. That's the really cool thing about Oracle, and it is the only good thing that comes out of the Killing Joke. Um, which, if I could refuse to know of its existence, I would. Um, I did like the that just because maybe Batman broke the Joker's neck, or maybe yeah. he didn't. it kind of seems maybe. like he did. Um, but it's neat that Barbara Gordon then became the person for so many other heroes, like not even just Bruce and other Robins and then Batgirls, um, but also, you know, Dick Grayson, the birds prey, sometimes even like the sirens go to her. Like she is the person. And, you know, it's great that now she can get up and go fight crime by herself, you know, like, but at the same time, I'm just like, she had such a big place within the web of everything that was Gotham. You know, Kate Kane, like everyone went to her. So I don't know. I'm also, I need to catch up. I'm so far behind on so many comics. Um, but yeah, by the way, this, um, we, we're talking many things right now, but we are actually a horror comedy podcast. Um, we're those meddling kids. That's Pat. And that's Brie. Yeah. That's our new format. Switched now. It up. now we're going to be yeah, like, hey. it up. I should have warned you that I was going to do that. I don't even think I know what my brain is doing. It's okay. I'm dyslexic and sleepy. So (laughs) things are bound to get weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I I very much caffeinated today and it feels like none of it mattered. (laughs) Nothing matters. So what are what's your spirits tonight, Pat? I saw you had a beer. Oh, it's it's leftover Mad Elf from Christmas. Oh. <laughs> nice. Somehow made it through two refrigerators. Woo-hoo. Through previous refrigerator and somehow it made it to the new one. I didn't even know it was there. Maybe it was left there by a holiday spirit. Maybe a holiday spirit for your spirits. Perhaps a leprechaun. I don't think they're nice. They're not, no. My kids were trying to trap them. I'm like, don't do that. I think they're dicks. That's a bad idea. Also, they're not like small, really. They're like they're like like foot 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 or so, right? They make shoes. Um, it kind of depends. Sometimes they're like old druidic men. Hmm. Yeah, I don't want one of those like in a shoe box in my no. And like, even if they are small, I don't think you want to catch them. Like any, any of the good neighbors, I don't think you want to catch. Like, you just because, want to let them chill. Yeah, because if you offend them, then your life's not going to be a good time. Um, as we go into, you know, uh, St. Patrick's Day. That's that's the thing that happened with propaganda from other people that, you know, a lot of these creatures that most of the time people are like, oh, Tinkerbell, fairies, leprechauns, like 
They're not these nice, cute little, oh, they're always after me lucky charms, you know, like they're, they could seriously fuck you up. And like, you, you don't want to make them angry. You don't want to offend them. Um, you know, there are, there are sometimes more benevolent spirits that live in your house. And then there are things like red caps, which actually have to dip their caps in like, you know, blood. <laughs> I figured you were going to say blood when you said red. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, was- definitely. Look up different things of uh, the good neighbors. Um, it, that, that's a scary thing. That's a fun thing. But yeah, uh, perhaps don't encourage your children to uh, capture them. I blame them. Um, shitty mormon youtubers who are like yeah. we're gonna do leprechaun traps yeah. also they're all rich people so they're like oh we trapped a leprechaun and then uh he left us like 500 dollars worth of toys yeah Which then creates an expectation for your kids to be like exactly. oh this, this is a gifting holiday too now it's like no no it's really we got not- some candy but like candy i got some candy <laughs> for, i mean for but my shoes would gifts. also be like up on the ceiling fan <laughs> so yeah man once again do not fuck with the dana she yeah no 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 no. cause trouble for you exactly i don't know like and i feel like saint patrick's day was it's such a weird holiday like in my family it was like we talked about like everybody got together and then we talked about like how bad it was for the people who came before us and like how they died in the mines and stuff like that so that we could be going to school so like you have to do really well because your ancestors died and were wheelbarrowed onto their front porch so that you could (laughs) and if they didn't die in the mines they turn their lungs black yeah or a lot of them very heroically stood up and said you are not going Mm -hmm. to pay me company script anymore you're not going to abuse us you're not going to shove us in here you're not going to shove our children in here anymore yeah they fought back and they unionized and you can thank a lot of them for having a fucking weekend for having a day off Mm -hmm. and And the industrial revolution of america would not happen without the coal miners where we're from and who were more so south in appalachia and things like that um yeah so it was weird. It was weird to me when I got older and I found out it was just like a big drinking holiday for people. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. Like my family, my mother's family is insanely Irish. Mm-hmm. I am problematically Irish based on my 23andMe results. <laughs> Not good, folks. Not good. Um, oh, no. Only Conan O'Brien has worse 23andMe results than me. <laughs> His are like because he talked about him a bunch at length and they're like frighteningly like his doctor's like uh you're in Brett. there's no other way to say it <laughs> these results would indicate that you are too irish to exist but for my family saint patty's day because we lived in a town called jim thorpe very yeah. big parade mm-hmm, that was mm-hmm. bigger than christmas and easter and everything else combined and also honestly a terrifying parade to march in when you're in high school Uh, i had somebody shove a dog in my face that they had like dyed green and they were really drunk and i was like trying to play and i was just like okay (laughs) great dog bro 
Nice. I just go back to what I'm doing. (laughs) You can go back to trying to stand up straight on sidewalk at 2 p.m. Or on a on a work night, mind you. (laughs) The parade was always on a Sunday for some reason, and Uh everybody was shit housed by like one or two p.m. Just granted, has one too. Yeah. I never got to go to it. Um, A bunch of our compatriots from school used to go there and get shit housed and get arrested. Oh, yeah. Just arrested pretty much every year. They just go. Well, yeah, because like you go and like you pregame first and then you go to the the parade itself and there's quite a bit of drinking going on at the parade proper. And yeah, I mean, and I'm not saying anything bad about drinking. Like, have a beer or two if you want. Exactly. Yeah. Don't get out of control. It's just, yeah. And it's just, it's weird. And I know in Ireland, they don't really celebrate it as they shouldn't because it's not like St. Patrick was actually Irish, nor did he really care about the Irish people. He just wanted to convert people. Like, he committed actual genocide. So, like, he's not a cool dude. Like, when they talk about St. Patrick driving out the snakes that means that he killed a bunch of druids like he killed people who had like this older religion um yeah not not great folks it's not great anyway yeah maybe you should oh no that's terrible i'm gonna i'm gonna stop myself from saying what i was gonna say oh no i I want to scar your children for life i was gonna say like maybe have like have it that in their little leprechaun trap like something scary. <laughs> like First something of all, scary. I introduced the idea of Krampus <laughs> to them over the holidays this year. That's true. That's, I don't think I can introduce any other scary shit without fear of life just being like, I'm going to kick you out, you fucking moron. That's that's why I was like, I'm not going to do it. One, because it'll traumatize them. And then two, Jen will. Not be happy. Both. She was really pissed about Krampus, I will say. Oh, no. Jen. That's not going to stop me from telling them about Krampus again next year. No. My dad thinks it's hilarious because <laughs> mm-hmm. my dad's family is mostly of Germanic descent, mm-hmm. um, and he did not know about Krampus because he's that he's <laughs> far enough removed to not know it. Yeah. So I gave him the whole lowdown, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, our family definitely probably was doing something like that at some point." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Wow, that's really cool." I'm like, "Is it?" <laughs> And then I reminded him that he did a Krampus to me without knowing it. He told me and my sister that there is a large black bunny, a man-sized black bunny, hiding in my attic. Who would eat us if we were good to go up there to stop us from peeking at holiday gifts. So I'm like, well, you kind of did one without even knowing it. So it's it's in your DNA. Just there. To make up weird yeah speaking of weird shit to scare people we're gonna watch a movie that's weird and scary (laughs) we are we are um now that pat and i are off our soapboxes about (laughs) oh i'm sure everything comics and golden ring and batman and st patrick's day um so If you're new here, here's what we're going to do. We are going to watch a movie with you so that you're not watching it alone. Don't, 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 don't worry about how we're watching it with you, how you're hearing us. I don't even think about that part. 
yeah, 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 yeah. No, don't worry about it. Um, so what you're gonna do is you're gonna find a copy of the Blair Witch Project. Maybe it's on um, VHS. It is. It is on VHS. And we will um, all. Oh, uh oh. We'll queue it up. Hold on. I apparently was watching it recently, and it's like ah. you want to continue, and I'm like, no, I want to start from the beginning. Okay. Now I'm ready. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so find it. Uh, pause, pause if you want. And when you're ready, come back. Um, and we will do a little countdown. And then we will all play the movie together. But yeah, so we're looking for uh, Blair Witch Project, the OG. And we're going to talk yeah. about it with you. And descend into the woods of Burkittsville. Yeah. With three uh, disheveled teenagers or whatever. <laughs> I think they're in college. They are These college. motherfuckers eating beans. Um, yep. That's All not right. the word that was in the tweet, but I'm not going to say that word. <laughs> you know what tweet I mean. You have I to. Do. The Cars 2 tweet. Ready? Ready. One, two, three, go. go. Oh my gosh, on my trivia, it says that Heather Donahue's mother received sympathy cards from people who actually believed that her daughter was really dead and missing. I mean, that definitely speaks to the yeah. sort of, I don't want to say realism, but the yeah. realism of it. Like, I thought it was real. Yeah. For, a fairly long time <laughs> mm -hmm. that's um, uh you know the sci-fi documentary that came with it the mm -hmm. foe <laughs> yeah so like but that was the brilliance of this movie and the marketing with it like they went so hard with making a actual website that had information about heather um josh and oh my gosh who's the other one? Oh my god we'll find we'll, we'll think of his name yeah and all of these um books and things that heather had um the articles and everything and like videos and they yeah they created so much yeah on this website and you can still see a lot of it <laughs> i think this probably must have driven the people of burkittsville maryland out of their fucking minds too yeah just because like great now all these idiots gonna come are gonna come to yeah. town and fuck around in the woods also i think the most frightening part of the mike movie, that's it was that fucking picture of the Blair Witch in the documentary? Yeah, yeah. Remember, they like that really fucking weird cold drawing where her hair is just yeah. like. Out. I can't even think about it without it freaking me out. Yeah. Are you gonna be okay, Pat? Ah, uh, yeah. I'll stay up and grind. In Elden Ring, they just go beat a couple of low-level bosses just to say I did. 
this is this is while everything is good <laughs> so 90s surprise it's not gonna be good forever you might say these guys dodged a bullet yeah by getting pwned by a witch in the woods spoiler alert oh soft marshmallows success rise um I think I'm a little ahead of you, somehow, always. The sort of little bits of comedy that they sprinkled into pretty... Yeah. I wouldn't say comedy, but just like levity. Yeah. Like, and then like just being like kind of silly college students, you know? Yeah. Um, like just being young and kind of silly and you know like is this is like her big her big documentary like you know project you know um and you know you're like woo we're gonna do fun things and it's gonna be hilarious but i mean honestly probably would have been a great idea to go into the woods (laughs) You know, as they say on the podcast that always inspires me, my favorite murder, stay out of the woods. Don't go in the woods. (laughs) Don't go in the woods. Unless you really need to. Or if you're at like a campsite where it's like carved out and safe. Yeah. Like if you're at like Knobles Grove. You're probably fine. Yeah. Go look up Knobles. Knobles is amazing. You should make a pilgrimage to the Knobles. (laughs) Knobles is WWE superstar Mick Foley's favorite amusement park that is the most endorsement possible i was just gonna say if that doesn't convince you i don't know what will i compare every other amusement park to knobles and they all fall short (laughs) see i actually used to hate knobles if i'm being real because i associated with my family we didn't have like a lot of money growing up and i associated that's like not being able to do shit and i was like but now I go with my kids a bunch and stuff like that, and it's developed mm-hmm. like good memories of it. Good. So I like it because they like it. We would go there because, so here's the thing about Knobles. You uh, don't have to pay to get in. You pay as you go. And you can pay for food there, but you also can rent a pavilion for not a lot of money. And so you and your, like my family would have family reunions there. Um, and we would cook for ourselves and then we'd go in and like you would get like an ice cream or something you know what I mean like you would get a treat Um, but so then you just paid for rides as you go and it's a lot cheaper than most places so like Pat was saying you know our families didn't have a whole lot so we would go there that was like for my wife apparently like a big thing too she was actually just here grabbing the humidifier to take it upstairs because our little girlies. Hey, uh, Jen. Due, due to the mask mandate being lifted where I live, uh, now there's not a shit ton of COVID going around the schools, but there is yeah. a shit ton of literally everything else. Yeah. Kids. Oh, sweet babes. And then they do yeah. this. I know. Also, this little baby who's like, no, 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 no. Don't talk, Don't about, talk the about the Blair Witch. So cute. 
Um, yeah, these, I don't know, are they actors or are they just townies that they like? Um, actors were requested to interview townspeople who often, unbeknownst to the actors, were planted by the directors. Um, so a lot of the rea- expressions on the actors' faces were unrehearsed. The three leads believed that the Blair Witch was real legend during filming. Though, of course, they knew the film was going to be fake only after filming's release that they discovered that the entire mythology was made up by the film's creators. Oh my gosh, and Heather Donahue retired from acting in 2008 because she couldn't get other roles. Oh, Heather, I'm sorry. That's the one bummer about being in something that's like this yeah. affecting is that it can mm-hmm. kind of yeah. you. I mean, and that's like, like we were talking about with um, paranormal activity. Um, yeah. Micah. What's her and, name? Uh, shit. Uh, wow. Why can't I remember her name? I can't think of her name either, but both of them, I mean, I guess they apparently appeared in several subsequent they are they're in almost all the other ones so like they're still getting work but i don't think they're in much of anything else like they're just in yeah yeah yeah. but well then that's the tough part of when like they're using your name and stuff exactly like like these these are their actual names but it's also just like i really do feel like it's super tough once you're associated to this kind of thing like it's just Mm-hmm. I don't know, unless you're extremely lucky. Yeah. This lady's my favorite. She's so creepy. She's fucking terrifying. With with her Bible and her rosary around her neck. Mm-hmm. Which we were always told not to do. Uh, Joshua Leonard struggled to focus using it for the first few days of filming and that's why the film the interview with her is so grainy (laughs) no but I think it makes it really cool I can't yeah I kind of dig the fact that it doesn't look super professional because I mean they're not professional they shouldn't be professional yeah and you know so that's like um uh old wives tale about um witches too is that they would be all hair and everything like that oh and we've reached the vocal fry section of the podcast for tonight folks Mm -hmm. enjoy I love how they're just like arguing about the camera (laughs) while they're driving yeah oh the 90s (laughs) mid 90s we were yeah this is like the days yeah so if 
94 was when the the bitch came out and she comes out around like those anniversaries couple of years pat we need to go to good old b-town we need to stay the fuck away <laughs> from the entire state of merlin for various reasons but this probably being top of the list this is this is where we realize which one of us is going to die from white people things and it's not going to be pat it's going to be me no it might be me i mean i almost drowned myself this summer because i put myself into the fucking rage-filled ocean where literally only one other guy was swimming it turns out that other guy was a professional lifeguard so maybe had the credentials to be fucking around in the waves and i chose to go in and say i can handle that 20 seconds later help help get me out of the fucking water (laughs) good times that was a super white people decision right there yeah i know better than the ocean that was my I I could beat the ocean. I can conquer the sea. <laughs> Guy who swims in the ocean for maybe a grand total of like 15 <laughs> hours a year. Yeah. My gosh, we were like nine when this came out. Something like, oh no, because this came out in like 1999. Oh, did it? It yeah. wasn't 95? No, no, no. They, they, I think they... <laughs> They moved it back to 94, so it would feel more plausible, oh, right. I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. These guys are hilarious, too. I love that they came up with all of this lore for this movie. I just, I can't, I can't even imagine the amount of work that went into all of it between the website, between the publicity, between, you know, finding these other actors that they would plant in places, you know. And then like, they, they're the wardrobing work on these guys too. Uh They feel right at home where they're at. They feel like real townies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And that her feet never touch the ground and there's a great vapor. I would be terrified if I was like these three actors, you know, um, Heather, Mike, and Josh. Like if you're sitting there and you're like, cool, we're doing a fake documentary about a real mythology. Yeah. And they're all talking about it. I'd be like, I don't think I can do this. Despite the fact that I just was like joking about us going, I don't mean it. No, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to die. I, I would not. <laughs> like, I don't know. You don't fuck around in the woods. No. It's, like, it's the, place the closest. Terror. The closest I want to get to like messing around in the woods is like, I want to go to Point Pleasant and I want to go to like the Mothman statue and then I want to go eat like pizza and cookies and like support their local business and then go home. Like, I want to go get my picture taken with his shiny dump truck booty. (laughs) (laughs) I assume you mean the Mothman and not Richard Gere. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) 
you know, that, that is something like silly and supernatural I want to do. Like, but I just want to go to the town during like Mothman Fest and like, you know, support their, support their economy. I think the only supernatural thing I could think of that I'd be okay doing <laughs> is I would go back down to Broadway and go to the jail <laughs> that I grew up. Oh yeah. By the way, I, I grew up five houses from a jail. <laughs> A uh, jail which has a supernatural handprint that they cannot get rid of. Or they can't get rid of it because someone who might probably be like some distant cousin of mine got his ass hanged mm-hmm. for poning mm-hmm. some. Frankly, a guy who probably had it coming, if we're being real. Um, and then he got caught and got owned and got hung and said, But I think the guy, well, actually, no, I think the guy who it was a uh, black Jack Kehoe. And he was and in. He was- uh, Molly Maguire, which was a group that came from Ireland to America, and they used the ancient order of Hibernians as like a um, uh, uh, like a facade for their group. Um, and but they did like they did good stuff. But then they also would like blow up railway lines and stuff like that because the strikes weren't being very effective um, to help them get better working conditions in the mines. Um, and then it slowly kind of just got more and more violent. But so when they got Jack Kehoe um, and they sentenced him, he put a handprint on the wall at the jail and said, so long as I'm innocent, this will stay here. And they haven't been able to get rid of it. Apparently they've knocked down the wall and everything. <laughs> they just don't want it there anymore. I mean, they probably freak out the prisoners that were in there. Yeah. I don't think it's an active prison anymore. I think now it is it's just not. a tourist place, but I think they sold it. I remember or they wanted to seal it. Like I used to play in my Nana's backyard and you could, if you walked up high enough, because in that section of the town, mm-hmm. the backyard wasn't a straight backyard. It was up a hill. Mm-hmm. Like there was a massive hill. And if you walked to the top of it, you could look down and see prisoners in the yard. Like yeah. not far from that. <laughs> Like, but yeah, that's the only supernatural thing I could think to do is I'd maybe go see Jack Kehoe's handprint, but I, if it's not there, yeah. I fuck. But I would I'll do that to, during the day. I would, yeah, I would like to go back. I was really bummed because I went when I went to the the jail was you know post like college and everything. My brother had gone. And so I went with my ex-boyfriend in high school and I didn't see any ghosts or anything. And I was like, oh, I'm bummed. <laughs> and then I was like, why are you bummed? Stop. They don't want to scare you. <laughs> well, I mean, and if you know happen. some debunking about the Jim Thorpe jail, we don't want to hear about it. No, I mean, like... Maybe, just maybe, though, when you were in there, he could sense your deeply Hibernian DNA. Yeah, my <laughs> grandfather got a um, an award from the Ancient Order of Hibernians, and I got a little scholarship from them mm, to go to our high school. Yep, same. <laughs> so, uh, temporarily closed. I don't think it was anything to do with my academic powers, though. I think it was... Uh, me neither. Powerful they were like, Irish oh yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna give this to this this, this middle school 
child going into high school for history. <laughs> They're just like, look at this motherfucker. He can't even walk out in the sun without burning up. Let's give him a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, they were like, oh, God, these two. <laughs> and so funny, we were not even friends at that point yet. So. Nope. But the. But yep. But they knew. These two are going to have to have a podcast one day. We got to get them into the school. <laughs> They're going to have to have a magical radio show. Right? Oh yeah, I guess they did sell the jail. Yeah, it's it's for sale. Oh, maybe they didn't sell it yet. Damn. Um, you can now be the new owner of the old jail. Oof. Oh my gosh, you could live in the warden's area, Pat. Blech. I'm skimming an article about it and the lady who like ran the place or whatever was talking about how she wouldn't go full tilt on Halloween because she respects the ghosts too much. As you shouldn't. Listen, that is something about like Penhurst. That makes me really Penhurst, right? Is that the one where they go really, really hard? And this I think so, yeah, because I think that's where the ghost hunters went and yeah. people dance or whatever. Yeah, like they Penhurst was an asylum for like children and like people were really mistreated there. Um, and they just make such a mockery of it, and then they wonder why the ghosts get so bad. <laughs> I can see how that might like tweak people out. Yeah, I mean, and like, like, let's be real. Like, if you own a jail, I don't think you want to make them angry. Like the spirits of whoever's still there. I would hope not. Yeah, I would think not. But uh... yeah, I mean, because they, <clears throat> um, yeah. Where else did I work? I also worked at um, a mine museum near where we lived. And it's one that like my family most likely worked in and everything. And there was like a big cave in. Um Is that the one that was I... like one town down. Mm-hmm. I know which one you mean. Yeah. And like it was fun. Um, I also got to scare people, <laughs> but I never really I felt like I was watched in there, but I never saw anybody. Again, I think they were just like, What is this tiny person with a hard hat doing down here, creeping around in the dark, scaring these? people with more money than them <laughs> i mean maybe that's what needed to happen i think they it was almost like someone was behind me just being like hee it's <laughs> kind of what it felt like most of the time i could never ever think about like going into a mine i just i don't know like it's claustrophobic it's weird and shit but i also just feel like it would make me angry I mean, it did make me angry. 
tiny yeah. amount of time in, in like some Mayan museum. Mm-hmm. But I was in like eighth grade. And even then, like I knew about like my family's history and stuff, having to work in there. And just when you get in there and see the conditions of it, even from like a Tory perspective, like yeah, you used to make people do this. They used to make people go down here. They still they still have people do it, but they're not really like mm-hmm. they have it's a not the same as there. it was. It's a little bit different yeah. now, yeah. But like still it's like fuck. Yeah. Um, we would turn the lights off. Oh. So you could see how dark it would be with just like the lantern on the top of your head. Um and then like I I always felt like such an anger when I would talk about like the deduction. Because like Pat was saying, you know, everything was on the company store, the company owned your home. So like you'd make so much money and then they'd be like deduct for bread, deduct for matches, deduct for clothing, um, deduct for your rent for your house, you know. You breathe um, so much down here. Uh, we're going to have to deduct for your extra air consumption. Yeah. Having a water, too much for that. Yeah. yeah. And it, it would, like, there was something inside me that used to get, like, really mad. Ooh, we found the rocks. The rocks. We, we very much spiraled from Blair Witch, but that's okay. We are getting close to St. Patrick's Day, so we will be justified in our... <laughs> Folks, wait till you get to see the movie we're watching for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> You're going to have a great time. I've never seen this movie, so I'm excited to finally watch it only seen clips of it um so yeah it'll be something special i think (laughs) i think so yeah unless we could find a movie about banshees or something but i I don't know yeah i i think i think this one's considered a a cult classic it's considered a classified a lot of folks oh for sure probably should yeah or we could watch one of the more ridiculous sequels. <laughs> Especially the one that is subtitled In the Hood. <laughs> yep. So now they're dealing with rock formations. Mm-hmm. We'll nest rocks in the tree. Yeah. Um because why are the rocks there? I like the fact that they're they're going back in the dark to look at it. Yeah, I don't know if I would have um, touched the rocks at all. Yeah, probably wouldn't have touched him. Even if they knocked him over, probably wouldn't yeah. have touched him. I would have just been like, yo, sorry. Because here's the other thing. So even if you don't believe in DeVitch, DeBlair Fitch, what if there's like some creepy cultists out there? Which honestly would have been far scarier. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've seen, shit, we watched a movie. Did we watch mm-hmm. it for the pod? I feel like we watched a movie for the pod that has sort of that vibe to where like the twisty the ending twist was just a cult they just found a cult yeah and i feel like that would have been a really amazing twist for this that they just found i was convinced 
the whole time that I watched this for the first time, which again, I said in a previous podcast where we were talking, I think just about how much we enjoyed um, how much uh, work they put into making the promotional stuff about this. Um, I didn't see this until I was like in my thirties and I was watching it alone in the woods, but um, I was convinced that it was a cult because I didn't know anything about this movie. And I was terrified the whole time. <laughs> I think that, that actually would be like, if they ever try to reboot it, that'd mm-hmm. be an interesting twist to insert. Just that like, I agree. maybe there is a supernatural aspect to it, mm-hmm. but that the actual physical shit that's happening is just being done by mm-hmm. some dudes and ladies that are way too into it. Also love how she's like yelling at this dude that he's scared and it's like yeah yeah why wouldn't you be scared like you're in the fucking woods yeah like and it, even if you're not under duress of supernatural threat like yeah because again honestly to me normal people are far scarier because it's like Mikey's saying, like, if if this is people, I'm not messing with him. Yeah. And this is the point where they're super lost already. Yeah. They don't know where to go. But Heather hasn't admitted that yet. No. Not until it's too late. Yeah. I mean, also, I think... I mean, because I've read a bunch of fan theories and stuff, too about this i think that there's some thought that the reason they can't find the roads is because they've been sucked backward in time and like the roads that they would have been traversing didn't exist yet oh i like that idea so like that's i thought that she was just confusing them you know what i mean like that it was just like a just putting a little bit of a hex yeah. on to that degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why, you know, like they were sleeping in the middle of the rocks and everything. Like in post rocks, everything goes downhill and pear-shaped, you know? Um, like, because prior to that, it does make sense that they would be taking a different route back. That would be a little bit faster because they took the one route so that they could do shots at specific places. So if she wanted them to go a more direct route to get back that would make sense you know what i mean but um so i always thought that then she put like a little spelly spell to confuse them so that then they would end up getting closer and closer to the um the 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 house instead of the road which is interesting because the you see the house from the road when they're driving up so they're not that far from the road. They just can't seem to get to the road for some reason, which I mean, I actually really like that fan theory that they kind of get sucked back in time. Um, because none of them have cell phones or anything at this point, because it's like 1994. So why would they have a cell phone? So you wouldn't have any reason or way to be able to tell if you were no longer in modern times. And even if they had one, in they probably wouldn't have service. Or it wouldn't have been any service. Yeah, like. Yeah. Um, 
That's right, and they're under all this other external pressure. Mm-hmm. Aside from the weird shit that's going on, just the logistics of being a student. Yeah, you know they they're renting all this equipment. They've got to be back for work. They've got to be back for um, all that stuff, which is scary. Which I think helps add to the dynamic of like. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't know why she's like, let's go look at everything. Like, let's let's go outside and let's yell. Let's investigate, gang. I mean, um, even if I were the directors of this movie who were out in there fucking around rocks or whatever, making the noise, uh-huh. I'd be terrified to do that just because, like, it's the fall. Yeah. The bears are still awake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But again, that's because we grew up near the woods, so we think about stuff like that. That's yeah, that's what I think. Well, I grew up in a town where, you know, bears would just come into town. Oh yeah. Actually, both towns that I spent like my sections of my childhood in, bears would just like bears would come into my nana's backyard. Like they would yeah. just come out of the woods and just be in the backyard. So my my friend Maggie that we talk about on here sometimes uh she lived close to where pat was but like 10 15 minutes in the woods more so and like we'd wake up and there would just be a bear outside the window yeah and i'd be like yo buddy (laughs) and her dad who was from new york originally would go out and start screaming at it i'm like what does your dad think he's gonna do what does he think he's gonna accomplish by yelling at this bear well the bear would leave if yeah. the bear would just stare at him and then it'd be like, okay, mister. Well, that's, that's the thing. Like, you just have to, with bears, all you can do is make yourself big. Yeah. And make yourself loud. And they'll just be like, eh, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. It's not even that it scares them. I think it just like perturbs them. And they're just like, I don't want to do yeah. that. I think they're just like, oh, shit, we shouldn't be here. <laughs> that just makes me think about like that. You've probably seen the footage of like that dude who was like just jogging out in California and he accidentally jogged in the wrong place and ended up like in a layer of a mountain lion and he had to just jog backwards. Yeah, right. With it like just walking at him and just screaming at it. Yeah. Finally fucked off. But I mean, Jesus. Yeah, the only thing that doesn't work for is snakes. Like snakes, you just back up real, real slow, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, which is another thing that I would be afraid of with this. Like they're snakes. tracing around, kicking them rocks about. Oh yeah. There was so many snakes at our campsite last year and the campsite was like ah, uh, I don't know. Ugh, right no, thank water. you. I saw a snake near my apartment for the first time last year and I was like no, 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 no. <laughs> Do you ever camp near water and have the experience of like, you just hear frog sound, water plop, three more plops, frog sound, rinse, repeat? Because I heard that precise pattern for about seven hours straight when I went camping last summer. 
Oh my gosh. No, I've never really camped near the water. I love the fact I like this. The first time I saw this, I was like, yeah, Mikey. But like, he's, he and Josh are right. Like, they're not wanted there. So stop filming and get your ass out. Um, and like, they also didn't pack a lot of food because they were like, we're only going to be. We're going to be in a hotel for one night and then we're going to be out in the woods for two nights the most, you know? And this part scared the bejesus out of me when like suddenly they just don't have the map. And I think like just this breakdown mm-hmm. between them is really interesting. Yeah. Because up until this point, Josh and Heather have always been like a united front because they know each other. Um, so it's really, it, it makes you as an audience member feel very tense when all of a sudden it's like mom and dad are fighting, you know? Um. You want to film rocks, you want to fuck around. Fuck around. <laughs> film rocks, fuck around. The bitch. Hmm. Hmm, Mike. Hmm. Does Mike seem shady to anybody else? Yes. Oh my God. I can't even imagine just hiking for this long with all that shit on my back. This movie is so weird because it's like, it doesn't really get scary, scary until certain parts, but the rest of it, it's like, it's funny or it's light or it's like, it's tense. Like they're so good with the pacing of this movie. And like, there are some people that I know who are like, no, I think it's boring and blah, blah, blah. But like, by having us have these moments where these lulls, where they're like, just, they're calming down and you calm down with them. It's so, it's good. It's really good. So, I think I might have found it on Reddit, the Blair Witch Project time travel theory. Oh. 
I almost want to link to that in the episode description just because it's fascinatingly weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I love theories. I love conspiracy theories. I love fan theories. Oh, God, this part. Uh. <laughs> and then like michael's little mental breakdown <laughs> i mean I would have been having a mental breakdown the entire time at this point. You know, once we got to the point where you were sitting there with the rocks and people are like scurrying around the tent, I would have been done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at that point, it's just like, find a way out. Yeah. Immediately. So apparently in the video game, which takes place in the 40s in Rustin Parr's house, uh-huh. there is a moment when Heather Donahue is seen, despite it being the 40s. She runs down the stairs, camera in hand. Oh, I love that. So like, somebody, like, there's a fascinating, I have to... Yeah. Here's the time travel graph. I'll have to send it to you to look at it. Very stupid. Yeah. I mean, because I never got to play the Blair Witch game. Um, but that's kind of the neat thing. Like, so if you're talking about like a, a witch in that sense of like an old English, old American um, folklore sense. She easily could have a thing where people are like going back and forth and stuck in time loops and all that stuff. Um, and that would make more sense with like Russell and with all the other people in the different bits of lore, um, you know, who are like kidnapping children or this or that or whatever. Um, it's and that it's so, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, at this point, Josh is the only one who's like...
if you look through that link and look, it's just a circle yeah. and a square. But I guess that the concept being that, like, if you happen within that circular area of mm -hmm. the woods of Berkenfield, you basically are in a yeah zone, a containment zone where the witch can kind of just flip flop through through whatever periods of time they feel like doing it. So, I mean, and if she has all of that power from like you know being um hanged there or whatever you know that can really mess with it too these fucking stick thingies man i kind of don't hate know why them. the fuck they the stick thingies the the stick thingies mess me up and they shouldn't but they do <laughs> and they and should I think be it's touching them but they do just and like, they what? scare me more um <laughs> um, I don't know why the fuck they touched it. They're constantly touching things. They make all the, the choices, all the decisions are what these these kids make. Um, and I like the fact that. Their, their their shit just gets found like their their camera footage and stuff like where'd the camera go if well that leads into the, the time travel little, thing too yeah that like it uh it gets sucked back in time and because of that they like the camera and everything actually gets buried under the foundation of the house Mm -hmm. So, like, before the house is even built. I know. And, like, they're walking through them, like... And the worst part is now people, like, use little stick things like this when they're making their own creepy stuff. And, like, who knows, you know, if maybe that holds something. Maybe. One would hope not, but you know. Yeah. Well, there's like an episode of Supernatural where they talk about like just like kind of like the belief in a thing and enough people believing in it does give it power. Yeah, but you also weren't as far in the first night. Um, and again now we're getting to like you know kind of a more creepy point because it's night it's dark they're alone in the woods and they're fucked up now yeah and they've been fighting each other so yeah. they're like fucked up in a different way yeah they're no longer a united front. It doesn't matter that they're all in the tent together. They're not sure if they can trust each other, you know. Um, when I first heard that little <gasps> gasp, I was like, hmm, 
And again, like, what are you hoping to accomplish by filming whatever's outside? Because what if it's cultists? What if it's just creepy backwoods folk or something, you know? So that scene where the tent shakes, that wasn't scripted. Um, the director they, they shook the no tent clue. and they were actually freaking out. Um, well, I, I, like even the stuff that they're, that she's screaming, what the fuck is that? What the fuck yeah. is that? Like, I thought also like several of the crew also just, they'd literally hang out in the woods mm-hmm. and just like clanging rocks and shit together. That's, um, that's what I was just going to say. Um, when Heather screams, what the fuck is that? She is seeing one of the movie crews standing on a hill in white with a ski mask on. Josh was yeah. holding the camera as he ran behind her and didn't manage to catch the image on film. Oh, boy. They really messed with them to make this movie. <laughs> but it makes it feel authentic. But also, like, how traumatizing must that be? <laughs> I imagine it probably might have made them never want to go camping again. I know, right? And then you're also like, they're trying to remember their scripted lines and stuff like that because they have scripted lines. <laughs> and they're still running around in the dark, in the cold, and their crewmates. <laughs> Are scared the bejesus out of them. Again, I very, very much thought that it was just cultists the whole time. Because he knocked the rocks over. It's also wild that, like, they've gotten to the point where, like, they're physically fighting. Like, she's biting him. He's, like, 
possibly throwing her. You know? Throwing her into the woods. Yeah. How are you going to throw somebody Don't in the, go in in the, the woods. woods? They used uh, KY jelly um, to do the slime on Josh's backpack. <laughs> and it's so nice that we have these moments where it's like, I feel like they almost get enough out of the radius of the witch. And they have, like, they, they're like, we got to take care of each other. We got to take care of each other, you know? I would have left it. I would have been like, I don't need any of this. Yeah, ever. like, I, I don't know. But then again, I get, hard to I know they're like, react. I know they're broke college students, but I wouldn't like, we're done. Leave it all. Um, When I first saw this, um, I did watch it on TV and like they were um, they were trying to think about how it would look if this was filmed today and they were like putting Snapchat filters on them and stuff like that. <laughs> The time travel thing would also make sense with this. Like if she's got them in a loop um, and they just keep ending up in the same spot. I never want to go into the woods again. Every time I get the urge to go in the woods, I'm just going to rewatch this movie. <laughs> Be a good preventative measure, I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'd even know what to do at this point, you know? <laughs> no, I mean, like. What can you do? What do you 
I want to know how they still have any battery left. Yeah, it's kind of like, how's this still going? Yeah. Where were they charging it? Because they've had, like, and they could only have so many batteries. Um, but it's been, what, like five days at this point almost? Something like that. Or no, I think this is this is the third day. Yeah, that they're the in the woods. Yeah. So they the the day traveling before they would have had they could have charged everything in the hotel. Um, it's always, you know, it's bad when Mikey's the one who's like, can we not fight? <laughs> Since he's the one who is ready to rumble at a moment's notice. the repetition of there's no one here to help you is yeah terrifying yeah But which one of them took something? I know that Josh accidentally kicked the, the rock. I don't remember any of them taking something. That's right, like a D&D campaign, sleeping shifts. It's almost like the camera is like a horror crux at this point. <laughs> um, of course, you know, fuck JK Rowling, but like, like the camera almost turns them meaner. <laughs> and like to just be wanting the simplest comforts like mashed potatoes. 
to be so close to civilization and it's yeah. so fucking far. Yeah. And now shit has gone off the rails. Yeah, this is uh, what we call the climax of the story, children. <laughs> and it's not a fun climax. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it was all just his stuff. And I don't know, I guess they, that she goes after Josh because he kicked the rock. I guess so, yeah. I mean, that's potentially the first physical transgression, really. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this is this is where it's getting rough. Um, <laughs> I like Mike's uh, logic there. It's interesting how they haven't seen any animals yet. Yeah. I know, there's been no animals. I didn't even think about that. Um, uh, this movie held the highest grossing independent record of all time until October 20. Or 2002, when it was surpassed by my big fat Greek wedding, which is a pretty good movie. This is a good movie, but that's funny that that's the one that movie. Yeah, that's the one that toppled it. It toppled up. I tried. I tried. (laughs) You can't drink it. It's too much of a traumatic experience. Fucking good movie. Yeah. I keep thinking that we're further in the movie than we are. <laughs> like, and it's not a long movie. It's just that I know that we're at the this like sort of end point of it. And I know where we end up. And so I'm just like, oh, this is where we're going. And I'm like, wait, no, not yet.
And then like, what do you do in this situation? You know, your friend is out there and you hear them screaming, but you don't know where they are and it's dark. Like, do you, do you possibly waste the battery for your camera and for your light to go look for them? Knowing what, yeah, yeah basically in the daylight, you can walk for miles and miles and end up basically in the same spot. There's no chance at night you'd have any success. Yeah. Yeah. The directors put up um, posters at a local college in an attempt to recruit students to help work on the low budget production. Only one person responded to the recruitment at Patricia DeCue, who not only portrayed Mary Brown, but also helped with the art department. Hmm. Nice. The Fitch. She gets to play the bitch. I also always forget what the witch looks like. <laughs> I feel like I just block out parts. What in this like, movie? This is, yeah. I mean, oh, you mean like that? Yeah. Picture of her from the documentary. Yeah. Like, and it's so weird because so much of this movie is actually kind of chill. But now we get to this point and I'm just anxious for like a good 15 minutes. <laughs> Which is the point. You should be. Um but it's such a neat way to film where it's like, you're just getting these tiny plateaus of like anxiety. And then your last 15 minutes, it's just like, bam, 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 bam. You know? No, and it comes in fucking, comes in like a freight train, basically. Yeah. Fuck. There's like a weird bindle of. Yeah, just a nice little bundle of sticks. Great stuff, great stuff. Also, it's very windy outside right now. So I'm <laughs> just like, no. <laughs> Getting a little, some wind yeah. happening outside now. Imagine it just means all the shoveling we did today is going to be undone. <laughs> we only got like a little bit of flurries. I mean, I also live more down south now. So, but we did get some. Um, yeah, the wind is now bad. Um, we actually had a tornado warning this morning. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, we're at the point where I do genuinely get kind of scared, which I think is one of the reasons why I'm like, here's this little trivia bit. <laughs> Just, uh, just watching him sitting there, sort of rocking back and forth. Yeah. Apparently, Heather Donahue brought a knife to the forest while filming, where the filming was taking place because she didn't like the idea of sleeping with two boys. I keep forgetting about that too, that like they like legitimately were just out here in the woods, you know? Just like in the woods. Yeah. Well, yeah. The like fuck? they didn't they didn't go rap and go to a hotel, you know. 
I can't, I can't even imagine shooting like this. Oof. So this is like a little hexy bag sort of a situation. Which, what happens when you have personal items that belong to a person? You know, um, that's something that's in a lot of folklore. So is that his tongue? It's teeth. What about the big red thing? I think that's also a tooth, isn't it? It's hard. It's tough to see because she's like shaking. Um, that was like a big discovery red. of Joshua's teeth blood hair wrapped in twigs um it's supposed to be like washington irving's story of the devil and tom walker tom's oh. wife goes to find the devil in the swamp and never returns home um tom goes to find her and he discovers her apron with her heart and liver inside um it also uh is reminiscent of a scene in the silent documentary Haxon. Um, where the severed hand is carried by a witch hidden in a bundle of twigs. I mean, but the point is, so the witch has actual bits and pieces of Josh, which gives her power. Like, it's not like a serial killer, like, oh, look what I found. What's in the box, Seven? You know. So I guess apparently those teeth were real human teeth that they acquired from a local dentist. So Ooh, interesting. I don't think I'd ever want to act again after this movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think this would kind of taint your experience with a lot of stuff. Yeah, but I guess they tried. Um, yeah, but so it's not good for Josh kids. It's not good for Josh. And so like, even if there weren't supernatural forces at work and they were just super duper lost in the woods, like the depression that you would be feeling, not even just like general fatigue from hiking for hours without a lot enough food and water, like just knowing that you're lost. That's gotta be awful. Ugh. and here we go another moment of peace and then this everybody knew this scene it was it was mocked but it's also just such a great scene 
with her as an actress. It's really, really, truly the most iconic scene in the movie. Yeah. Next to one that we're coming up on mm-hmm. towards the end. But I mean, this is probably. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what is it, scary movie? Yeah. Where get it. she's just got like just a river of boogies coming out of her nose. Mm-hmm. But also, like, how incredibly brave to be like, yeah, okay, I'll film this scene that is incredibly unflattering, uh, both for my character and for me, you know? Um, and you, you almost feel like this apology should really mean something, you know what I mean? Like that it should hinder the witch. Um, But spoiler alert, it it, it doesn't. (laughs) I almost feel like I should be more quiet during this scene because it's such an important scene. But like, you're here to watch it with us. Also like she did not blink for so much of this scene. But here they go, out into the dark. Don't go in the dark in the woods. I also feel like this entire time, it was almost like they were trying to lure them out of the safety of their tent. And this is the time other than when they accidentally kick the rock, that it really works. And it seems like this is the only time that they get to move forward almost, you know what I mean? Because they're able to make it to the, the, the house. Well, it's like they've been guided there the whole time, I guess, mm-hmm. right? Like that was, I guess maybe the trick that was being played on them, they're being sort of circled around. Yeah. Until they got close enough where they'd be a little jog away yeah because legitimately if they would have just continued past the house the highway is like right over there isn't it on the right Mm -hmm. yeah because they see the they see it on the left when they're coming in or wait no it's on the right when they're coming in so the highway should be on the left but they're listening to this voice um that they think is Josh. Is it Josh? We'll find out. What do you think, viewers? Have you seen this before? Do you think that it's Josh? Josh. And now we've lost Michael. 
should have listened to her, Michael. I feel like you see a place like this in the middle of the woods. Mm-hmm. The house scares me so much. Don't go in houses. Don't go in abandoned houses. You know what? Don't do that. What was that that thing that everybody was doing? The not thing. Oh. I'll have to look it up. But like you would you'd download the app and then you would, you know, it would give you like coordinates and like directions to go to. Oh Jesus. Right. Oh, retonaut. Retonaut. I'll look it up when, when the movie's done. Um, random not random nodding and you'd end up in places like this like it's just a bad idea um but why does he sound so far away if he's just upstairs <laughs> Creepy little child handprints. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know how she wasn't like completely hoarse. Yeah. By now. Like those are like rough. Yeah. Vocal cord stretching rending screams. Um the runes are are hebratic runes. Um and they're all not good runes. They're about a dark feet. Fade to black. Yeah. I always keep thinking that you're gonna that we see the witch there. And I don't know why. I mean it would have made sense to show Mm-hmm. If they were going to go that direction, like show like just the tiniest mm-hmm. sliver, even like a weird foot or something. Yeah. But I like but it didn't. Me too. I think it keeps it open to like, oh, maybe it was just people. Maybe it was, you know. Um, Could have been any number of things. Yeah. Like just like exactly. I like the, the open endedness of it. Um, it's in the, the sequels where they they turn it more supernatural. Or at least more explicitly so, yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. 
Um, but yeah, so that is The Blair Witch. What would you rate it, Pat? I'd say as far as horror movies go, it's a good 4.75 out of 5. Like, it's yeah, legit scary movie. It's not without its faults, but, I mean, for what they were trying to do. Yeah. They did a pretty good job. Like, I mean, kind of revolutionized a sort of subgenre. Not too many movies got made like this and did well. So, right. I mean, you wouldn't have a Cloverfield without it. That's for sure. Yeah. Though also, then the whole shaky cam thing maybe got taken out of control. Right. People like nauseated as fuck in the theater. Yeah. But I also feel like it, uh, you know, it just adds to it. The fact that none of the that the camera footage wasn't professional and that um, it was grainy and that they then actually even worked to degrade it in post. No, it feels, it gives that sense of realism. That's why yeah. it felt so plausible for a lot of people to, like myself included, for a long time to believe it was real. A lot of people, uh, I know kids who were older than me at the time who had seen it in the theater. Yeah. Wow, people like were afraid to go to the car yeah after seeing it and it's like but you're in town mm-hmm. like when you're at a movie theater you're there might be some trees nearby but you're not in the woods but people are just freaked out to walk yeah you know that like i'm glad that i didn't see this one in the theater because for where i lived to go to any theater you have to drive through the woods first Mm. except for one that's true and that was that was either walking to the town or like you would do a quick drive but like you know to drive to that town was silly so then you'd be walking alone through the dark town but so the theater that we went to the most you did have to drive through the woods to get to and like it wasn't even just like woods like it was woods woods with like Mm -hmm. tiny little um winding roads and there were parts where there was no light and yeah yeah so i am i'm glad that i didn't see this (laughs) yeah i would rate it similarly you know it's almost a five um there are times when it's almost a little too slow i think that it's good that they had those slow bits because it, it really amps up the end um and all of the work that they put into making it real just totally i feel like um, that did more for the movie than anything else even it did more for the movie than the movie yeah like just the word of mouth Mm -hmm. and then like the faux mythology yeah i feel like that really create all of that is amazing um but like the the movie's scary without it it really is um, it's I feel like I contributed to it so much. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I remember being a kid and like I had a little tiny shitty TV in my room, and I'd watch TV at night to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And 
this is back in the day for our younger listeners used to have to watch commercials um you couldn't just skip them over or whatever or pay to have them and uh you'd see a commercial for Blair Witch mm-hmm. like in bed like yeah. laying down under the covers and then you see a commercial for it, like fuck yeah can't sleep now or like I need to tuck my feet under I need to tuck my hands under I need to be yeah. my head under it was it was genuinely scary to be watching these these trailers even yeah, just... the, the trailers did so much mm-hmm. for it but then also the word of mouth and i think those these mm-hmm. are some of the first trailers that i remember seeing where they had audience reactions in them yeah exactly but people really thought that this was all real you know other than just us like there were folks who were hiking all through there trying to find these kids and trying to find like more evidence about it um trying to recreate it make their own documentaries Ugh. yeah yeah choices but that's um, a real, those are real white people decisions right there yeah. like you're like oh i just saw three people get severely owned in the woods mm-hmm. i guess i should go try and do it because surely nothing will happen to me nothing will happen to me i'm special yeah um let's see what's a good recommendation oh well since we're heading into that time of year, my recommendation is to watch Dairy Girls. You can find it on Netflix. Um, it is about uh, a group of teens, mostly female, living in Northern Ireland during the Troubles. And it is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I would honestly I recommend. Um... It's a new show on HBO, Our Flag Means Death. Oh. Starring uh, Reese Darby, written and produced by Taika Waititi. Oh, our man. Taika <laughs> is in it as Blackbeard Pirate. <laughs> it's basically uh, Reese Darby, who you would recognize from uh, Flight of the Concords, Ginger Bulls. Mm-hmm. Or uh, mm-hmm. he's also one of the werewolves in uh, What We Do in the Shadows nice um he plays the captain of this pirate ship and basically he's a rich dandy from england who gets bored of his life and buys a ship and, oh, yeah. and he pays him a salary so they don't even really have to do any pirating yeah like he's just kind of like having a time of his life uh, out in the ocean being a fake pirate it's really good though. really fun I mean, yeah I'm in to watch that. Good. I'm glad that it's really funny. Thank you. It's got good vibes. Yeah, so, so those are our uh, happy, funny recommendations for you. Um, post Fitch, Blair Fitch. Yeah, if you need good vibes, pop that on. Yeah. Oh, fucking Hodor is in it too. Oh, nice. Using his yeah, um, cool ass Irish accent. Dairy Girls has, um, if you watch Bridgerton, um, Nicola is in it. So the uh the redheaded sister. Um so yeah, good times. Good cast. Good call, Pat. This show is fucking, yeah, like I have to I have to still watch Dairy Girls. I mean between when I'm like playing video games or yeah. 
watching this show to try and uh, not be scared anymore. Yeah. <laughs> try and lighten the mood. Might might have to turn some more lights on down here for a little bit. Uh, yeah. As you do. Yeah. Um. Or go watch the Birdcage. It's also on HBO. There you go. Gave that a viewing last night. Good. Holds up. Still funny. Still funny. Still great. Nathan Lane. Gene Hackman. Yeah. Oh my God. And Agador. Robin Williams. Agador Spotkus. What are you giving him? Oh. oh, don't worry. It's just uh, aspirins. I just take off the A and the S. You're brilliant. I know. fucking love that. Yeah. Brilliant. The pure in tablets. <laughs> all right so um thank you for hanging out with us um for a slightly more scary movie where we kind of just talked a lot about the making of it which was fun too and we love you yeah hope you're not scared anymore (laughs) yeah if you are then uh go check out some of our recommendations for this week and we will see you next week with a very, very Irish movie. Indeed. That's right. We're watching Taken. Oh Sorry, my gosh. professional pants pisser Liam Neeson. There it is. He has a very special skill set. If you want to ruin your life, just Google Liam Neeson peace stand and notice that that man gets pissed drunk and whizzes himself all the time. I feel oh, bad laughing no. about it, but at the same time, Sometimes you could tell maybe he just forgot to dab. Other times you're like, my God, dude, just uh, what do you do? But yeah, I've got a very special set of skills. Yep. You bastard. (laughs) I'm Aslan. I'm the Jesus lion. Jesus lion. There it is. Um... Taylor Swinton, you bastard. That's my impression of Liam Mason. He just says, calls everybody a bastard. But uh, I mean, it's pretty accurate. We um, digressed. Yeah. <laughs> but get cozy. Because it's going to get creepy. We've been those battling kids. Bye. Bye. See you later. Bye.